celebrating the sounds of Memphis for 21 years, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Bill Street Caravan is provided by the AutoZone Corporation. AutoZone, parts are just part of what we do. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. This week on Bill Street Caravan features the hill country stylings of Cedric Burnside. Bill Street Caravan contributor Preston Lauterbach will also be joining us to discuss parts from his book, Chitlin Circuit, The Road to Rock and Roll. That's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, Kevin. We're back this week with an exciting show. Cedric Burnside is with us, accompanied by Trenton Ayers. These guys have had some kind of year. That's right. Cedric's last album, Descendants of Hill Country, was nominated for a Grammy in the blues category, and it seems like the success of the album has kept Cedric and Trenton on the road nonstop. So we're super lucky that we had a chance to catch up with them. The performance you're about to hear was captured at the Mighty Mississippi Music Festival during Bridging the Blues. On this program, we talk a lot about how rare and unique it's become to experience real blues music in its most authentic forms. The veterans are fading fast. Well, Bridging the Blues is a great way to do this, and it's easy. First of all... All you have to do is get here. You have to physically be here. There's only one spot in the universe where this all still happens, and it's in the Mississippi Delta. Bridging the Blues helps you find your way around once you arrive. Bridging the Blues is a weeks-long celebration of the music and culture of the Memphis and Delta region. Weeks of programming. Music festivals, symposiums, food festival. It's every fall right when the summer heat breaks. Zero in on the hot spots like Bill Street, the Bonafide Blues Fest in Memphis, the Mighty Mississippi Music Fest in Greenville, and the King Biscuit Blues Fest in Helena, Arkansas. The Deep Blues Fest in Clarksdale, Mississippi. And speaking of Clarksdale, it's basically year-round there, nonstop. You've got the Juke Joint Fest in April, the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Festival in August. Clarksdale truly is ground zero, as they say, and there's a great network of people there that work tirelessly to help keep the music alive and celebrated. You've got time right now to make your plans for 2017. So blues fans, if today's program inspires you, we followed up now with the roadmap. Now it's up to you. Here's Cedric Burnside at the Mighty Mississippi Music Fest, live on Bill Street Caravan. Well, 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 little hill country blues for you. Top Leon 
I'm gonna get me step out of baby Cram up on your top a Leon Hey there, mama, your mellow picture. Baby, I wonder what made you smile. Hey there, mama, your melon Peter. Baby, I wonder what made you This beautiful woman, pretty as can be. I wonder what would it take to have her here with me. I want her to be my sweet thing. I want her to be my sweet thing. I finally talked, but she said, I'm feeling you too. But you got a woman, I got a man. Not the right thing to do. I want her to be my sweet thing. I want her to be my sweet thing. Sweet thing.
talk to Hook, and I said, I respect what you said. Then she gave my back kiss on my lips and started rubbing on my head, and I want her to be. My sweet thing. I want her to be my sweet thing. I know she got a man and I got a woman. And I know we wrong. But I suffer the consequences. Whether they come along, I want her to be my sweet thing.
More from Cedric Burnside at the Mighty Mississippi Music Fest, live on Bill Street Caravan.
bought a car two months ago. The car didn't run me too long. Bought a car two months ago. The car didn't run me too long. Left me stranded on the side of the road. I had to hit high That messed up, y'all. Sing about the blues, but I live it too. I swear, I don't just sing about the blues, but I live it too. Got so much blues in my life, I let the same sound to you. Woke up in the morning. Didn't have a dime in my pocket to spend. Woke up in the morning. Didn't have a dime in my pocket to spend. Third job in one month. Call me so I'm fired again. That messed up, y'all. But I had to be too. I don't just sing about the blues, but I had to be too. Got so much blues in my life, I get the same sound to you. So no, some people say they read about the blues. Been with the body for a while. Some people say they read about the blues. Been with the body for a while. Why well, don't have to read about the blues? Been living as I was a child. And that's my dog on show. The blues, but I had to be too. I don't just sing about the blues, but I had to be too. I swear, got so much blues in my life. I got the same sound to you. One more time. Got so much blues in my life. The same sound to you. That was Cedric Burnside at the Mighty Mississippi Music Festival in Greenville, Mississippi, live on Beale Street Caravan. We'll be back with more music from Cedric in just a few minutes. But first, we're going to turn it over to Beale Street Caravan contributor Preston Lauterbach as he explores the fascinating subjects of his book, The Chitlin Circuit, The Road to Rock and Roll. I'm Preston Lauterbach, author of The Chitlin Circuit and The Road to Rock and Roll. Welcome to the first installment of a 10-part series on The Chitlin Circuit and The Road to Rock and Roll. Along the way, you will hear plenty of blues as black pop transforms from 30s swing to 50s rock, but the story is about more than music. 
you will meet the kingpins and queenpins during this time, gamblers, bootleggers, pimps, and madams that financed the music we love and developed artists like Louis Jordan, B.B. King, Little Richard, and James Brown. First, the Chitlin Circuit pioneer who was all but forgotten despite his monumental life and spectacular death, Walter Barnes. Walter Barnes was born in Vicksburg, Mississippi in 1905, but had migrated to Chicago with his family by the end of World War I. There he got music, studying clarinet and saxophone, and joining Jelly Roll Morton's band by the mid-twenties. Black swing music was nurtured in mobster-run nightclubs during this era of prohibition, and Walter Barnes became a band leader and found a powerful patron in Al Capone. Barnes led the house band at Capone's Cotton Club outside Chicago. One day the boss sent Barnes to a radio station to ask about a live broadcast from the club. We don't air colored, the manager told Barnes. Then Capone went with Barnes to follow up, and when the manager told Capone, we don't air colored, Capone replied, you do now. In 1930, Barnes and his Royal Creolians became the first black band to broadcast over the radio in Chicagoland. All good things must end, and when the feds took down Capone in February of 1931, Walter Barnes and his band had to find a new gig. But Barnes was nothing if not resourceful. He took a job as an entertainment columnist with the Chicago Defender, reporting on local big band happenings, and he never failed to include his own. The Chicago Defender circulated not only in Chicago, but everywhere African Americans lived at this time. And through his media presence, Walter Barnes was becoming nationally known, at least black nationally known. In search of new opportunities for his band, he took the bold step of touring the South in 1932, where the Chicago Defender had made his name. Barnes exploited his Defender platform brilliantly. He knew that Southern readers had few other connections to the outside world and never failed to write about his brushes with Duke Ellington, Count Basie, or any other musical celebrity he could exaggerate a connection with in order to inflate his stature in the eyes of small-town folk. As a Southerner, he understood the Black South's thirst for big-time entertainment. He followed the Chicago Defender's back-channel circulation down South and there spotlighted his glamour, riding around in a gold Nash sedan. On stage, he wore white tails, just like Duke Ellington, and outfitted his 15-piece orchestra in black tuxedos. While he was a superb self-promoter, his work down south benefited the entire black music business. Traveling and performing from Muskogee, Oklahoma to Miami, Barnes noticed a pattern. Every town he played had a black main street. The people there called it the Stroll. Barnes sent dispatches from every stroll he hit back to the Defender. So if you were a black band leader trying to figure out how to safely navigate a hostile territory, Barnes became your guide. He wrote about where blacks could sleep, eat, get a haircut, and buy the latest togs across the South. He flattered the dirt road hustlers who held dances down there, referring to these underworld entrepreneurs as capitalists or financiers. Their dirt floor joints, in Barnes speak, were ballrooms. So all of this information opened a new frontier for black bands who suddenly knew where and how to tour for their people. In December 1936, Barnes wrote, We are now driving down Desert Street, the stroll in Monroe, Louisiana. 
The Red Goose Barbershop is where all the boys have their grooming done. Lovely Brown's Beauty Parlor is where all the ladies get their fancy waves for the dances. And the Frog Pond Ballroom is the most beautiful and spacious dance palace here. After publishing this information, Barnes and his crew began crossing paths with their big band competition. Earl Hines, Lucky Millinder, and Chick Webb. Barnes was always quick with a jab in print. After playing his hometown of Vicksburg in 1936, a week after Hines, Barnes wrote, They say the admission was a little high, Earl. Barnes and band stayed at a brothel on Ferris Street in Jackson, Mississippi, thanks to a friend and fellow musician named Little Brother Montgomery, who was dating the madam. The spring of 1940 found Walter Barnes and his band finishing their annual Southern tour when they received a request for one extra date, April 23rd in Natchez, Mississippi just up the road from Barnes' birthplace in Vicksburg. At 11 o'clock that night, Barnes told the band to strike up clarinet lullaby. The rhythm club was packed with 700 dancers. The organizers had decorated the club with dried Spanish moss. They had also nailed windows and doors shut to keep unpaid guests out, leaving only one exit at the front. From the bandstand, Barnes saw flames race up the wall, following the Spanish moss through the rafters. He didn't move. From the stage, he yelled, You can all get out if you keep calm. He directed the band to play Marie, a lilting Irving Berlin tune. But the flames scampered across the ceiling, and chaos erupted. The people ran for the door, plugging it shut with their bodies. They trampled each other. Barnes stood still, exhorting his band through the thick smoke to play, play. People hurled chairs and tables to smash through the shuttered windows and barricaded doors. As the band's trumpeter blew a note, the beams collapsed and virtually everyone left in the building was crushed or smothered. Barnes and nine members of his band were among the 209 deaths that night at the Natchez Rhythm Club. Barnes' heroism inspired numerous tribute songs. He was eulogized throughout the black press that he'd used so expertly to develop his career and open the chitlin circuit for business. His last stand was compared to that of the orchestra on deck of the Titanic, but his Chicago Defender colleagues described his legacy best. They wrote, Coming from a section of the country where few of the big-name bands played, he struck upon the idea of making an annual tour of the South. He soon became the idol of this section. Though Barnes' effort to save the Rhythm Club had been in vain, his life had not. By the time he died, a vibrant nightlife world had grown across the strolls of black America that Barnes had so evocatively written of. And the stage was set for new sounds to emerge. For Beale Street Caravan, this is Preston Lauterbach, author of The Chitlin Circuit and The Road to Rock and Roll. We want to remind our listeners you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. You can also keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available through iTunes. We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but stick around. There's a lot more music to come. You're listening to The Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.
AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and for those of you just tuning in, this week's episode features Cedric Burnside in a performance recorded in Greenville, Mississippi at the Mighty Mississippi Music Festival during Bridging the Blues. Before we get back to the music, we're going to hear from Cedric himself. We had a chance to sit down and catch up. Let's hear what he had to say. Well, actually, I played uh, the Bonafide Festival in Memphis yesterday. Okay. And it was it was awesome. It was, it was amazing. Um, uh, and the last the couple days before that, I did uh, a couple workshops at uh, Stax, at the Stax Academy for the kids. That was amazing as well. Yeah. Awesome. So we come to Memphis to hang out and listen to good music and, and just jam out, you know? Okay, so it's close <laughs> enough that it's still, it's part of the community. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I was about five, six years old. Um, my big daddy, Ariel Burnside, you know, he played his whole life pretty much. And, you know, me growing up as a kid, I used to hear him peel around on the guitar all the time, you know, practicing and doing the house parties. So I, I, I would have to say about five years old, I can remember, you know, hearing the blues. At that time, we didn't have a, a radio, you know. Um, my big daddy was our music, you know. Okay. We had a raggedy old piece of TV, but um, we didn't have a radio till I was about nine, ten years old, actually, man. Believe it or not, <laughs> we was very active, very active. And uh, especially when the house parties came on. Oh, yeah, man. Active and trying to play a little bit and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> little kids with no rhythm. <laughs> well, you know, growing up as a kid, my big daddy played, uh, you know, a lot of music for us. And I remember Muddy Waters was one of the um, musicians he would play for us a lot. Uh, and also Lightning Hopkins and uh, Howlin' Wolf. Um, so yeah, I, I love all those cats, man. Um, I grew up with Junior Kimbrough, uh, love his music, uh, Paul Wine Jones, you know, T. Marla Ford, all those cats, man, was, they, you know, they warm my heart. They're a big part of my heart and a big part of, you know, who I listen to today, you know. It was something, man. It was a beautiful experience. Um, it was very, uh, you know, inspiring. Um, sometimes it was even scary. Um, because, you know, the old cats, they love to drink the moonshine, you know, and do the things, and sometimes they'll get into a little argument, and I don't know how, you know, bad it's going to escalate, so I might get a little nervous, but um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't give nothing up, you know, I wouldn't change anything. Uh, being on the road with those cats was, you know, it, it was beautiful, and it was like a whole another 12 years of schooling on the road, you know. It was the first time I ever on my own was nominated for a Grammy, you know. Um, for the I work have, you did. For the work I yeah. did. Uh, I have, I was nominated one time with my big daddy, uh, Burnside on Burnside. That uh, CD was nominated for a Grammy. And that, you know, that made me happy, but nothing like this, you know. My own stuff, my own music, you know. It was so, beautiful. Well, I'm looking, right now I'm looking between, I'm looking between, uh, December and January. Um, that's when I have a little more time off, uh, around about the two or three week range, which, you know, that's what I need. So sometime um, around December, January, 
and hopefully I can have it out by next spring. Okay. You know? So, so yeah, look for it. You can go to my website, CedricBurnside.net, and you can see all my dates everywhere I'm going. Uh, if you like my music, you can go to CD Baby, Amazon, you know, um, iTunes. So yeah, get them everywhere. <laughs> get them everywhere. You know, I, I love to see my fellow, you know, musician family do their thing, you know. Um, and I always say it's a long time waiting because this music, it has to go on, you know, no matter what kind of music it is, you know. Delta Blues, Chicago Blues, Texas Blues. Thanks a lot, man. It has to go on. And to see young blues lovers, you know, like myself and Mississippi and, you know, Jerica Singleton and uh, Homemade Jams, I just love to see the music go on with the young people. You know? Here's more from Cedric Burnside at the Mighty Mississippi Music Festival, live on Bill Street Caravan.
Love you, girl. 
bunch of memories. How many of y'all know that Kenny Brown raised me on the road? <laughs> this white lightning done go to my head. White lightning done gone to my head. And it will get there. Here we go, y'all. This white lightning done gone to my head. Thank y'all so much. Well, well. Cedric Burnside Project. Well, well. 
How about a little Kenny Brown, y'all? Thank y'all so much. That was Cedric Burnside at the Mighty Mississippi Music Festival, live on Beale Street Caravan. For more info about Cedric, go to cedricburnside.net. Be sure to check out the tour schedule. Chances are he's coming to your part of the world soon. Again, the performances for today's program were captured during Bridging the Blues, a celebration of the music and culture of Memphis and the Delta region spanning several weeks every fall. Find out more at bridgingtheblues.com. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Tennessee Tourism, and Bridging the Blues for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You're just not going to find programming like this anywhere else. We want to remind our listeners that you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Do you love Memphis music? Tell us why and use hashtag IListenToMemphis or keep up with us on our podcast at iTunes. Visit our website at BillStreetCaravan.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter. You can find out where the caravan's going to be next. And if you can't meet us there, we'll be back right here next week, so we'll see you then. I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. You've been listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. (laughs) 